0: what is Belford. going on dj nation kenny kim here bringing you another fantasy golf degenerates podcast this week for the tour championship as usual i am here with my partner in
1: crime tyler Tambolin. tyler what is up my friend What's going on, Kenny? I'm excited for this one. We'll talk about that in a little bit here. We know what we got going on this week, the Now Challenge. I'll let you get into that. But before we get into it, I want to remind everyone very quickly, this podcast is brought to you and presented by DraftKings.com. And we will have a nice little offer later on from DraftKings Sportsbook for football season coming up. Uh, I know you teased it out earlier on Twitter. There's a lot of events coming up still so even for us we're still going to be busy here expect the show you know we'll see plenty of content coming from us excited about that as well but yeah i'll pass it back over to you kenny we've got some uh, some big stuff to talk about here so talk about the female challenge and then we'll get into it
0: all right so if you guys don't know i mean a couple weeks ago tony one tony Finau won the northern trust open um you know he had a steak dinner and then afterwards uh, at 3 a.m. What the fuck is Tony doing up at 3 a.m.? Anyway, I don't think he's a drinker. I mean, what is he doing up at what? I don't know. Anyways, 3 a.m. He goes out and gets a McDonald's order. It's a Big Mac, double quarter pounder with cheese, 10-piece nuggets, large fries, and an Oreo McFlurry. And so for some reason, when that came out, my dumb ass just said, I'm just going to go ahead. I can crush that in three minutes. Why? I said this. I still don't know. But we're going to try it today. We'll see how it goes. But before... We get into that. Let's talk about this past week, uh, for the um, BMW championship. What a finish! That playoff was amazing, it was so much fun to watch. Tampa, what do you think about
1: it? Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I think it was, you know, pretty easy to say you liked it. It was Cantley versus Bryson. Obviously, there was a little bit of the back and forth. I believe uh, I can't remember, I think it was the 14th hole. It feels like forever ago after they played six playoff holes when he said, you know, Patrick stepped off. Can you stop walking? Sure enough, you know, it goes on. That was a great whole finish. And then the way it ended was just great. You know, he flubbed the chip, ended up going to a playoff. Cantlay just couldn't miss. The Patrick can't miss tweet was sent out about 300 times this weekend, I think, if you go look it up. But uh, here nor there. I, I just think it was pretty incredible to see. But, again, Cantlay is a closer. We've talked about it in the past. Uh, last week, you weren't as high on him. We'll get to that. But I, I do think that was just one of the things. I, I laughed when Azinger said that he closed off ROM at the Memorial. That most certainly did not happen. covid Positive test closed off Rom after three rounds when he was up six strokes, but that's Azinger, right? That's that's Azinger for you. We, we shit on him enough and sometimes rightfully so, but uh, I don't know. For me, Kenny, it was a great one. I think for the week overall, had a lot of things right. Uh, you know, I said, I don't know if you ended up going there or not on Sunday, but I had that Korean love. Sung Jay did his thing. KH Lee did his thing. A lot of good, a little bit too much Rom for me. Still had a good week, not a great week, but a, a pretty good week overall. What about yourself? And then talk to me about the rest of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I had the Bryson out, right? So that hurt a little bit didn't really mm. feel that good. Uh, DFS, I basically... Right down the middle. I was right on the line in my cash lineup. So I was basically one or two points away from winning money. Instead, I've lost like 200 bucks. It, was, it sucked. Uh, but anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's go and talk about the tournament. Uh, I mean, first off, these two guys, they put on a performance basically we haven't seen in maybe ever. I mean, if you think about it, because Bryson, this is the best... Strokes gained off-the-team performance in the last three years. And you have Cantley, the best all-time putting performance in the history of the strokes gained era. In the same tournament, playing together in the last round, it was incredible stuff. Uh, of course, you know, I was rooting for, for Bryson all day and looked good on 17. cantley hits it in the water on 17. Bryson just needs to get it up and down, two-stroke lead. It's done. It's done. And, of course, you know... A chip flub like you talked about, and then uh what's his name? Cantley going and making that nine for making every putt known to man, that putt on eighteen was sick. Mm-hmm. It was it was sick. It, it was it was so good. Great event for both. I, I'm not really too sure about them. I, I don't I don't think they like each other too much, but I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal when it comes to the Ryder Cup. And we're gonna talk about that here too. That's what everyone's talking about how no one on the US team uh gets along. Uh and, and you know, you know, that that situation happens more than you than people would think i mean i have no problem with what bryson did but you know i'm, I'm team bryson what else did you think about the event
1: yeah i think a couple of things you brought up there the one you know the the bryson acts were incredible you know the tiger twirl had to, had to love that one the drive where he did the full-on Connor mcgregor vince mcmahon arm swing after he did it and kind of gave patrick the look and then the original handshake that's the one that stood out to me the most and I get it. You know, the two of them are playing for a tournament. For the, Both were playing for the only three-time winner of the season to be able to pull this out, uh, the chance to be the leader, the poll into this week, which we'll get to, 10-under to start the week, the staggered format, all of that. So there is a lot on the line. I don't really know why they would just hate each other so much beyond that. I, you know, walking in this thing is okay. If you step off and say, Patrick, I'm, you know, stop walking – Maybe that's his thing. Maybe that's where, you know, it sort of threw everyone for a loop. But the biggest thing for me was the handshake when he literally slid his hand into his hand, looked up, looked away, and just kept moving in one swift motion. It was like, okay, he's full on fuck you mode, and here we go. And that's where I kind of thought we're about to get a good one. And then sure enough, to get the way we did, Bryson just, man, he even said at one moment, you could read his lips, he looked down and said, what in the fuck is going on? Like, how is he missing every putt when he needs it to close? I definitely thought it was over when Patrick went in the water, but with that putter this week, like you mentioned, the entire strokes gained era of everything, that's the best. And on Saturday, I believe it was, yeah, Saturday, he actually lost strokes with the putter and still pulled that off. So that just tells you how crazy his week was beyond that. Overall, I guess the only thing that would stand out or I'd want to get your opinion on was just how the you know the tournament, a lot of conversation around it being a birdie fest in the playoffs and, and how that works. I heard some things about maybe – switching it up like you could have that next week so everyone like this week I should say where everybody gets a chance but I think that's kind of worse everyone this week gets to the event gets their tour status gets their exemptions automatic gets their 400k 395 whatever it is yeah you're not supposed to win if you can pull off a miracle and come back and win then good for you in 30th place or 29th if Reed doesn't show up or whatever it might be but it's not supposed to be that way so I I don't Hated, I guess, you know, just the birdie fest aren't as exciting because it kind of just is – it's just a scoring fest the whole week, and it's supposed to be all the hype around the playoffs. And it, we got the hype in the end. We, it lived up to it in the playoff. But other than that, not not really overall. What were your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, well, before I get to that, I do have to talk a little bit more about Cantley. If you look at his putting, uh, he made, I think, something like 60% of putts from, 50, from 10 to 15 feet. Uh, the tour average is like, I think, 24%. Maybe it was 10 to 20, 15 to 20, one of those yardages. His putting was so good. And the reason, of course, like you said earlier in the pot, I didn't fade him uh, last week. And I, it's because I wasn't a fan of his mid to long iron game. Uh, I didn't think it would suit up for that course. And you know what? He finished what, 29th in stroke scan approach, 28th in stroke scan tee to green. I mean, you're not going to win too many tournaments, especially with this type of field unless you did what he did on the greens. And I mean, I couldn't see that coming. So I'm just making excuses for myself. But anyways, that was my thought. And I thought it played out except for the God mode putting. And of course I lost a lot of money because of that. And that sucks. but you know, we move on we talk about what you're talking about. I I don't, I agree with your point when it comes to um, changing things up. I don't think it needs to be that because it should be difficult. The guys who are up top, should be up top, they should have a large advantage. It's just the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's it's not like it's these guys were top fighting for that top rank for a reason you would think. Uh, 50 million is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, so you know, they obviously got to be thinking about it. So I I like the way it's supposed to be. Uh, if, if you're down below, you know, outside the top 20, you really got to ball your ass off to beat these guys, and I have no problem with that uh, on a difficult course. It would be a lot easier, I think, if, it, if they switch it up, but I don't think that's the way it should be. um And, and when it comes to that course, Kays Valley, the reason why it was so easy, first couple of days at least, you know, lift clean in place, and yeah, it was probably a little bit easy for the tour, but it wasn't, like, outrageous. I mean, like, I, I've seen tournaments like this before. I don't hate them. You don't get them every week. It's actually been pretty, you know, mid-teens the last month, month and a half. Uh, so it's not like we've been getting these r- routinely. Uh, so, I mean, I got no problem the golf is a different game and the course plays a part of.
1: It. Yeah. I got to agree there. And the last thing is just to your point, but the, the one other one that was brought up was more a cow and just into this tied into the situation, how has one of the best seasons on tour of any golfer out there, arguably the best. If you think about how it all went down, some of the ways that, you know, other guys went in the major, the open, how young he is, all those factors. And then he has a bad playoffs, and now it affects his chances at the 15 million. But that's like any sport. If a team goes, you know, the, look at the Patriots, 16 and 0. If you get to the dance and, and you get all the way through, and then you don't win in the Super Bowl, it's tough luck. You made, your, you made your bed and you lie. in it. you got there. You had a great season in the regular season. You got your reward for that. You got your buys. I'm using football analogies now because we're getting close. But you, you get the idea. He had his chances. Uh, and by the way, last year, Northern Trust, DJ popped a minus 30. Uh, I know it would destroyed the rest of the field, but it happened at the Northern Trust last year. This year, Fino did have to ball his ass off to get out there and get into the playoff and make it happen. And now this week, we get another example of... A birdie fest. So we we can go back and forth on it all day. I think a lot of people can as they want to talk about it. But I do think in the end, it's fine how it works out. And as far as this week goes, I, I actually have come around on it. Last season, I don't think I liked it as much. But like I said just a few minutes ago, not to repeat it, but I think it's fair. The guys that got in, be happy you got in and you snuck in. Look at the grind down the stretch. The EVR, the Sergios, those were actually compelling storylines this week. Uh, KH Lee, unfortunately not, putting it into the side. Basically had the same shot as EVR and then kind of shanked it out there and just couldn't make anything happen. So that you hate to see that, uh, Norin having himself that great Sunday. But the storylines felt a little bit more compelling this season for whatever reason. And now we get to go into just a great tour championship where, yes, the staggered scoring is there, but it's it's pretty fair, I think, across the board. Is there better ways? Likely. But it, the way it's set up, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward
0: to it. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I have no problem. It could be way worse than what we have now. Mm-hmm. I think this is at least close to fair. I mean, there's, there's issues. Uh, but I mean, I don't mind the stagger scoring I mean, they deserve to have that lead you gotta make it a little bit more difficult uh, for them. So I got no problem with it. All right. So it's enough of last week. Let's talk about this food challenge. I've been staring at this food for the last 25, 30 minutes sitting right in front of me and I haven't eaten since about 1130. So I'm starving right now. So, uh, this is, this is definitely going to happen. I can take a peek here. Take a peek right there. We got the, we got the big Mac, the double quarter pounder with cheese the 10-piece nuggets, fries, McFlurry. Oh, let me show you the McFlurry there. McFlurry and the bottled water. I got all of the people. I got all of it. So we're going to try and get this done in under three minutes. What What do you think, Tambo? What were the odds of the bookmaker give me about getting this completed?
1: Well, I don't know, but we should talk a little bit about the cheating part here where the, uh, the McFlurry, <laughs> you just tweeted out before we started that you said no. I want a motherfucking small McFlurry, small. and they gave you that. Mm-mm. And I had to look oh, that up is the nutrition small. calculator, and uh-huh. I don't. I don't think calories are different in Canada than in the United States. And it said a small McFlurry is 340 calories, and a regular is 510. And what the Phenow Challenge said was 510. But all right, all right, because all right. you're Kenny Kim, because we right, love you. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. no. That's oh, fine. That's, okay, okay, that's, okay. Fine. That's, fine. that's fine. That's fine. All right. So just to let you know, I've taken every precaution. For this because this is really stupid what I'm fucking doing right now, and I don't know why I said I was going to do it, I don't know what came over me, but it happened, and I'm not going to back down because it's not who I am, so I'm going to get it done. All right, so my mother is here, so mom, come here, you can come on camera, you can come behind. Me. Time. This is the first she's, time I've looked into this. it's an absolute she's, first she's, time. A, she's a registered nurse, so if, if I like choke or st- stroke out or do anything like that, she's here, she will help me, okay, so that's good. Mom, you can sit back down there. Let me eat this. And, oh, actually, can you get me the other McFlurry that's in the refrigerator? So what happened? Oh, it's in the freezer. So what happened at McDonald's was I went to go get the food, right? And so I didn't know that it was a large McFlurry. I just was like, give me a fucking small. That's all I want. And so <laughs> and so, I get the food. Yes, I get the food. And then I realized that, you know, They give give me a a large McFlurry, not the small. They gave me a large. And I was like, hell no, I want a small. And they looked at me like I was insane. Like who wants to go from a large to small? You already got the large, just take the large. I was like, no, I need a small right now. And they looked at me like I was literally insane. Like I was totally, totally out of my mind. Uh, And, you know, of course, the reason would be I didn't want to
1: eat the whole damn thing. And now I get the frozen one. It hasn't melted yet. And I was uh, yeah, stay that's forever. what I'm saying. Just throw, throw some of that, no, throw some no, of that no. into the small. This was no, no, Kendo no, cutting no, corners no, over here, but I had no, to take no, care no, of that right no, quick, no, but do it. No, we, we no, can't no, put no, the no. frozen one on him. The frozen one's going to hurt badly. We, we love having mom in the building because the world needs Kendo and the Kendo VT in their life. We need Kenny Kim. So we got to let this go. Right, you know what? You
0: know what? Let's talk about the listener league. So I can go Good ahead idea. and get this to melt a little bit so I don't die trying to could I mean, this changed the whole thing. I literally thought it was a small, I was like, you know what? Looking at it for the last 45 minutes now in front of me and I'm starving. I was like, mm-hmm. I could do this. I could do this. Now you Expect anything I, less from the guy now, betting against you. Now I see you.
1: Oh, we got to put the bet in though. What's the bet. I wouldn't take advantage of you now and increase it that I've changed the The game to get it proper, but that was in the back of my mind when I was angle shooting you a little bit there at the start. We'll keep it. We'll keep it the same. We did a hundred bucks just to keep it fair, right? Keep it legit, and then uh, you know I'll I'll see what what happens here. Like I said, I'm okay with you just adding a little bit of that large over to the small. Hell no, Dom. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. But you know this is gonna be like Super Size Me, right? The movie where you're gonna eat all that and I'm gonna be over here fucking starving after this. That's probably exactly what's gonna
0: happen right now. So, all right, let's, let me get, I'm going to give me a few minutes. I got like a lighter. I'm going to light the bottom of that bitch, melt it some more. So let's go ahead and talk about the listener league before we move on. All right. The winner back to Vegas. You know what? Still never been to Vegas in my life. I was supposed to go last year in September. COVID couldn't go. Never been to Vegas in my life. Anyways, back to Vegas. Has a Vegas avatar. Makes sense. He scored 764 points as our winner this past week. Patrick Cantley, of course, with the victory, 17.5%. I'm glad a lot of you did not pay attention to me at all. So the uh, kudos on you. Roy McElroy, fourth place, 121.5 points, almost 20%. Bryson. 35%, we all know, play, uh, playoff. This guy had a great lineup. Sung J M. wow. Third place, 12.8%, 128 points. Alexander Noren, another top 10 by Norin, 18, 101 points, 3.73%. And Aaron Wise, who, you know, finished outside of the, uh, of the uh, top 10. He finished in, what? what was he, 17th. But he still had 20 birdies and an eagle. So 94.5 points for him, that's a hell of a lineup.
1: Yeah, it really is. I was going to say before we get into the lineup and me dissecting it was, uh, you won't want to bring your mom with you to the places you go in Vegas if you go, but there probably is a higher likelihood of you dying in Vegas than right now because I know you- and I would be very worried about that situation, but that is true. The lineup was very nice. I think the construction was solid there. Got rid of ROM at the top or anybody really up top and went with all the 9K guys, bottomed it out with some great, you know, guys that can go low as far as a guy like Aaron Wise. And then Norin just fitting in there and having that Sunday for him certainly helped. So, really solid lineup overall. He was only like 3.7 in most tournaments, he was three to five percent anyway. So, really like that play to round it out. And then the rest of the lineup just made sense. Uh, I don't remember. How many, I think we've seen this one other time, but if I recall correctly, but Bryson scoring more than Cantlay in the W is something. And, you know, he probably should have won it as we talked about plenty and early on in the pod. But I do think that was the, the one thing that stood out to me the most. Just had you know, there was no way to go off Bryson. And if you're not over in the Run Pure Sports Discord, I got to make a quick plug here. Uh, you want to get over there. Use promo code dgen 50 RPS, runpuresports.com. They, I had a guy, Kenny, give me, Cam Smith versus Bryson straight up for both DraftKings points and finishing position. And I most certainly took advantage of that one. Uh, a lot more than I bet with you. We'll say that. That was for, a nice the BMW. Correct. Oh, At wow. that course wow. in those conditions. What? And yes. You want to be in that discord. That's why it's the reason I really got to plug it because that was uh, free money, if you will. So excited about that. Let's get into it. Kenny, what's the plan here? What are we doing? You melted enough?
0: I'm trying to get this thing melted. If you haven't, I'm glad, I was glad you took a long time answering that because this <laughs> thing needs to get way more liquidy before I start this, but you know what? We can't really wait any longer and I'm starving. So we're going to go ahead and do this. All right. I got my little. All right. So one more time. Give us got... the Show
1: one more time. One more again.
0: All right, guys. Big Mac, double quarter pounder with cheese, 10 piece nuggets, fries. Fries right here. Fries. That frozen ass McFlurry now that's just fucking still solid and not milky at all. And a water. And I got a water with my little red straw. All right. Get back to it. What's
1: all the right, so strategy got, here? Do you have a I strategy?
0: Mean, here's a strategy I'm going to I can eat this Big Mac in like 15 to 20 seconds. No problem. I can crush it. A little <laughs> sip of water get you know get get the bread moist in the mouth, make it easier to chew. Okay, the Big Mac. I mean, the double quarter pound, I'm just gonna go at it again. Face first. I can probably finish these burgers. I think in a minute with the help of a little water. The tough part now, with the McFlurry being frozen, like almost rock solid frozen. He's so mad brain, about this. Was I am mad about this right now? Because I had it ready. I was ready.
1: And you switched it all up on me. I said you can scoop out a couple scoops. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't the no small. bitch.
0: I ain't no bitch. Okay. I ain't no bitch.
1: I gave you outs. Don't hey for no everybody bitch. watching, for everybody listening, I gave them outs, but go ahead. I ain't no bitch. All right. So
0: uh or the minute for this. Now, my, my my strategy now is I'm gonna drink, I was gonna drink a lot of that, but now it looks like I will have to scoop the nuggets into the ice cream so I can sort of at least try and delay the brain freeze, okay? Because the brain freeze is going to be the biggest problem this challenge now. Uh, there's no doubt. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I can crush the fucking food in three minutes, no problem. The issue is going to be that McFlurry, and it's frozen like a rock, and this is going to be tough, but I'm still going to get it done. <laughs> all right? So
1: uh, you can back out now, Tambo, because this is, this is happening. I am most certainly not backing out. It's a win-win for me entertainment value alone is here all right right. so let's go ahead and get the clock started we got a little clock for you guys coming up here Little countdown action to make sure Uh, it's legit if there's any lag or whatsoever i don't think there will be but if there is it's legit i can promise you that we've got it up ready to go muscle right there it's moving forward like that oh kenny's starting with the burger We got, you know, he's really fast action into it. He is saving some water. He's got the straw in the water. I know all the Game Theory Optimals will be in the comments after this for those that will have to go over and watch this if you're listening right now. Got to tune into this because this is good. Right now we're about 20 seconds into it. Doesn't look good for Kenny Kim, I'll say that right now. But obviously as the betting man against him, I can say a lot of things. So we'll see how he does here. Still not through the first burger yet, and we're 30 seconds in. But he did say both burgers in a minute. And he looks like he could get on pace for that. So it is going to come down to the McFlurry, in my opinion. I think we all knew that going into this. Don't talk, just eat. He's trying to make points right now. That, that's really the worst idea, just eat. Because now you still have 10 seconds to finish that burger in the one minute that you option to from the start. But you've got all the time in the world that you need here. So it's counting down right now. It looks like we've got exactly two minutes as of right now. Dipping some nuggets, dipping some, some nuggets in the frozen McFlurry that he's so pained by that he's got to eat out of this thing. Uh, still has the spoon in there, so he's working around that too. I, I really do think there's got to be a better strategy we'll see because the fries are just getting started now. But it's going to be good to have somebody try this out. And like Kenny said, for those asking why three minutes, because his dumbass signed up on a Rick Gaiman tweet where who said, I will guess we'll probably see some people do this challenge soon. And then Kenny said, I could do that in three minutes. It wasn't a question of if he could eat this meal. I've been around this guy. I know this man can eat. But the question was, can he do it in three minutes? Or was he absolutely insane?
0: There's no way this is happening
1: now. <laughs> There's, There's no it. fucking way. It's impossible. I thought I could do it. I can't. Do thought he could here. do it, but we're counting 10 seconds we'll down. Much not much a minute, you said you ain't no nah, bitch. I nah, nah. said you ain't no I bitch. Come on.
0: I can do it in five minutes.
1: The, be- the best part is, I can see going, just like a little going, bit finally. of his mom tuning in to watch just to make sure, or she's really just laughing and enjoying it off screen. I'm not sure of the mom reaction at the moment, but that makes this really good for me just watching in. All right, keep going. What do you got left? I can't see what you got left. Mom's helping out now. She's saying, Strategy hey, I got to play. Strategy tips. Strategy tips. That's what we love on here. We got to get her on the next segment when we get into this. Week at the tour championship. Twenty-nine I to 30 guys. minutes. I can do it in five minutes. You gotta give me two more minutes. I can do it. Jay okay, we what we gotta see is just if we can somehow restart the timer for two more minutes after this if minutes can't, no way I've got it from my end and I'll definitely let you keep going. De- no, you gotta no, keep going. No, I gotta keep going, I gotta finish. Okay. I, I've got it from my end. It's counting down right now. I believe this is the five, four, three, two. And one, just show us what you got though, real quick. It stopped right now. It's like that was what you did in three minutes. In three minutes, you got what left?
0: Like a third, like a quarter of a burger.
1: Almost all my fries,
0: <laughs> seven nuggets, five of oh, six nuggets, <laughs> and the Oreos. There's no
1: way I didn't, and do half a minutes. bottle of water. Well, the bottle of water don't count. The, the best part is, we don't even know if Fino actually ate this if he brought back some for his kids that were up late we know fino got about 27 kids so maybe some of them were up late and it was some for them he was chopping up the fries you know, who knows was, or his caddy was, whoever might be there with him i was going to do a practice run on saturday
0: i really should have done that practice run because there i would know immediately that there's no way in hell i was going to be able to complete this challenge but I think I can do it still doing the five. So count it down. Count it down.
1: Okay, we're starting two minutes right now. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Two minutes uh-huh. now. I got it. I've got it pegged. All right. And we, uh, the producer got the time back up. Matt got us covered. So we're all good to go there. We've got a minute and 50 seconds to go. Oh, this shit ain't happening either. I was just going to say, do you want to double down? But you already cut in and said that I was definitely willing to take the over again. But here we go. Minute and 40 seconds. Hmm. He's trying the crumple fry method for those listening out there and not watching this. I'm sweating my ass off already. Andy, after this folks, just so you know, will be the coveted Kenny Kim course preview mm. for a course we know also much about at Eastlake here, but at least that that's the good part. You're getting off the hook. If this was caves Valley again from last week, you'd really struggle through it. He's just nodding. Cause he can't talk because his mouth is full. This is not happening here. Yeah, but it's all about what's left. You still have over a minute. It's all about what, like, now you're letting guys like Jeff Feinberg down who stepped in and said, why are we even talking about this? Kenny can easily handle that. Now we're it. through four and a half minutes, four minutes, and we, we don't even have the the meal covered yet. don't yeah, know. it's not going to happen either.
0: No way. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I think it's that you were not thinking. I was not thinking at all. I was being extraordinarily stupid is what happened. Like really, really fucking stupid is what just happened right
1: here. 30 seconds. You still got time. I'm going to eat it all. The, time, yeah, the, time be damned now. I think the rest will be a nibble throughout the rest I, of the show. I'll be
0: eating throughout the whole show. That's perfect. All right. All right, I can count the fuck down, but it doesn't fucking matter. I'm not finna. Yeah, you got
1: this. 14 seconds. The optimal thing now would be to eat as much so it looks like you ate as much as possible, not like That's fries. True. You can just leave some behind. Eat the That's nuggets true. so that you look like you ate at least portions of everything. That's true. Low, low-hanging fruit. You always got to be strategizing, Kenny. Time up. That's five minutes. And we're down to what? Three nuggets. My mouth is full. <laughs> okay. So he, for those listening, he's got three nuggets. What he did is kind of like sparsely put his fries all around a few boxes so it looks like he ate them all. But there's still probably at least a small fry or a medium fry sitting there. Uh, he's got a sauce. He's got the, wa- the water in the McFlurry or whatever, but I don't even think he got much in the McFlurry beyond what he dipped the nuggets in it. So how much McFlurry's left when your, your mouth is not full? Not even half. Okay. No,
0: more, more than half. Sorry. And I need a Coke. I'm going to drink Coke right now because <laughs> I need something to cleanse my shit.
1: Coke. Coca-Cola will do just that. Absolutely.
0: It works well. I'm going to smoke the best cigarette ever here in a second as well. But... All right, so that did not go as planned. Let's talk about this week. <laughs> and I'll continue eating throughout the whole time. All right, uh, it's the final event, PGA Tour season, of course. Top 30 golfers in the world head to East Lake in Atlanta for this tournament. 7,400-yard 7, par 70, four par threes. Hold on. <coughs> four par threes and two par fives. Uh, both the par fives are going to be reachable. Uh, but if the prevailing wind shifts the 600-yard par 518 to be tough to reach by shorter hitters. One more time. Uh, all right. Usually the wind is at the golfer's back on that hole, so it doesn't play quite as long as the 600 yards suggests. The par 3s here at East Lake are on the difficult side as all four routinely end up as the four of the nine most difficult holes on the course. Three of them play over 200 yards, and the fourth is around 193 yards long. Um, five of the par fours are over 450 yards another five are between 400 450 and two of the par fours are under 400 yards uh, of course originally donald ross redone by reese jones in 94 bermuda grass greens uh, you know he's like uh switched to nines a couple of years ago they're still doing that as well uh now you know the last hole is a Long par five always makes that fun uh, when that happens. The last few holes definitely make it a lot more exciting uh, than it was previously. I, if I remember correctly, then the 18th of the par three, I uh, don't want to do that. Um, okay. And so, you know, it's definitely going to be a toughish type course, not what they saw last week at all. Uh, Tambo, what are you going to be looking for this week?
1: Yeah, a little flip flop from last week, last week, my thing was off the tee. It worked out extremely well. I expected it to go that way. Like I said, that was pretty much a perfect setup. Uh, Didn't hit the perfect lineup or anything, but definitely had a lot of the guys that were up there in the end. uh, The pool was pretty spot on this week, flipping it back, go to just standard T to green game, man. Approach comes back into play. We've got a much tougher course. We know the challenge that lies ahead. I still want to focus on scoring. It's still going to be out there. So I I do want to find guys that I think can go low, but just overall good T to green games. And then for me, Kenny, we joked earlier with your mom there with the strategy tips. We could bring her back on for this segment maybe, but uh, it's a lot of strategy in a week she like left. this. I don't believe – did you see I was so focused on getting ready for the food challenge, I still didn't see word on Patrick Reed besides he has a tea time. I saw I, that he has a tea time, but I don't see news on that, obviously, coming off the double pneumonia and everything that's going on there. But he did still sneak in his 30th, so I'm not sure if we're seeing a 29- or 30-man event. I guess with a tea time, we could say he's – coming, but I, I don't know. What are your thoughts there?
0: I have not heard anything. I just saw these the at tea time uh, that's okay, all I heard so, as well. I mean, yeah. I, who knows how well he could play coming off something like that. I mean, your body has to be a lot weaker. Um, I mean, it's going to be tough for him. but I'm sure if he can, he's going to go out there and try and do his thing. Uh, you have to think about it. I mean, there's talk with him not making a ride a um, mm-hmm. because of this, he has to show something this week. I think it's a battle, uh, between burns, um, uh, Burns, a burger, I'm sorry, not English burger, Scheffler, English, and Reed. You know, those guys are battling for the last two or three spots. What about uh, Webb? And, uh, his season, wasn't that great. He has talked about his injuries, uh, lagging behind a non 100% webb You don't want on the team. Um, right. I think, I, I think they might've been, been releasing that recently. Um, for the sake of the team, uh, you would think if, uh, you know, if, if it not no web was people, we didn't know Webb was injured. Um, we didn't all season. Until really recently, uh, he was talking about how he's been 80% all year or something like that, or 80% now currently. Uh, and you don't want an 80% web on the Ryder Cup team, so he's not going to make it.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm with you there. I had the same sentiment. I just want to see where you're at. Uh, the so last thing I'll say, Kenny, just going back, you know, looking at Fantasy National, obviously, fantasynational.com slash FGD, get yourself 20% off. Talked about that earlier, looking at stats. So it is going to go back to that for me and we'll, we'll talk about it. But this week is a lot to do with later on in the week, ownership, opinions, strategy around that, because we'll get into it in this upper tier. They made it a little bit different this year. Last year, DJ was like 15 something. I can't remember exactly, but then now there's only can't lay at 13, four and we right behind him at 13. They changed it up a little, still have the floor price of 5,000, but it's changed up at the top. So that's going to be something to talk about. Uh, And then just ownership in general and taking stands, right? Looking at, you know, people will say, oh, this guy down low is going to be like 30%. That's fine. Like we knew, like last week on Bryson was 23.9%. I jam like 70%. You have to be willing to do that in these smaller fields. And it's the same thing here. If you like the guy, I don't really suggest taking the 20% play on the guy down low. If you want him, play him and play him enough that it'll matter, and you'll get more combinations with him than the field with the guys up top, or however you want to do it. You can do it vice versa as well if you want to go hard on Rom at the top and just fade Cantlay off God mode putting like you mentioned, uh, which I think many will do, and that's a good segue to hop right into it. So I know you're going, still getting through the food over there, Kenny, but uh, from Cam Smith at 10-1 up to Cantlay at 13-4, there's you know, plenty to choose from there. What are your thoughts? And then, any strategy from yourself this week in GPPs, or what? what are you doing this week that's maybe different than others with such a small field?
0: I mean, you know, when you go about it, I get call. You got to play who you need to play. I wouldn't if you're worried about ownership, just got to be overweight or none at all, probably. I mean, is the way I would think, especially for your core, Mm -hmm. um, for your for your main core. If you're doing a lot of GPPs, cash, I don't play. I will not play cash in thirty man events. So there is going to be no cash game cornerstones. Uh, nothing like that uh, this week, but I will throw, you know, 20 GBPs, 30 GBPs, maybe even 40, if I feel like it, uh, out there this week, just to see how it is. So let's go ahead and talk about this top And
1: right now. Where are you going with, Campbell? How, how are you starting this week? Well, I think I think this is where most will start their lineups, and it just depends on how much they stack it up. What I was trying to say earlier is, you know, the the obvious that Cantlay and Rom are both right there at almost the same price. I think it's almost – obvious even on monday night that everyone's going to go with rom and just fade Cantley off that putting performance and for good reason because rom has had himself one of the best seasons and even last week he hurt me quite a bit he was the only guy sort of up there you saw our lister league winner have three of the 9k guys there which made a lot of sense but rom did nothing over the entire weekend and was still right up there again so uh rom's always a guy i like i think he makes a lot of sense regardless any type of course strong field weak field doesn't matter this we've got both we've got a strong field short field and i still like rom Rahm. so rom's gonna be in the mix i like jt i think uh, you know that you know it's not i think bryson will be low owned and i think for good reason it's not the same course setup as last week it has nothing to do with him losing in the playoff and being hurt by it or anything i did joke and tease out there a little bit that the uh, the old quote from five season, five years ago when they said he'll either be the number one player in the world or in a straight jacket. I thought that maybe yesterday could be that moment, man. It might be that time for Bryson. After that, I heard, uh, we didn't even talk about this earlier, but the last Brooksie call that got to him where he stormed the guy and, you know, said, get the fuck out of here or something like that. He just, it's a lot to take in. It's a, you know, a high emotion moment. You just came off a six hole playoff where you probably thought you had it in the bag. I, I totally understand it and get it, but uh, he's just not for me really this week. As far as that's concerned, now you could say how good he's been playing lately, but it's just not, he needs to do a lot. He got his W, that sort of thing. I really do like JT, DJ, and Rom. That's sort of the three I'm targeting up here. They all make a lot of sense. JT, we talk about T to green, iron game, approach, all of that. Uh, and then I'll talk about my other guy that I always talk about later on, who's basically like JT for free this week, I think. But we'll have to see what your thoughts are up here first, and then we'll hop into that next range. So DJ, JT, and Rom would be the three guys that I favor up here.
0: I mean man, you're on the same wavelength like as me. Those are the three that
1: I'm thinking now. I'm worried that they're gonna be you know crazy on now, you know. They are, and, they are, yeah, but there's yeah. gonna be spots to get low, get different down low. And at the same time, like I said, what do you think their percentage actually gets to? Even in this small field, let's say Rom is the highest owned. What what does that look like? 40, 45? Yeah, I think it tops. I think that's what it looks like. Yeah, so if you lock him or 70 percent or whatever you want to do, it's up to you. I'm just saying that's my example where I'm not just going to fade Rom because he's going to be 40% owned. There's yeah. argument like last week. I didn't get into this enough, but I, I think I talked a little bit about it on the pod last week with Bryson with guaranteed four days at that course at 9,300 with the setup the way it was, with the knowing, the knowledge, sorry, of the fact that there would rain a little bit coming in and that we could get preferred lies and things like that like that was just insane to me that he was 23 percent it's not the same as nba and i don't want to compare it but in the nba or the nfl when a running back gets injured late in the week and all of a sudden you know who the backup is yes there's still variance to it that there could be a backup go in there but when you knew what you were getting with bryson last week in that spot to have him at 23 percent was just bad he and this is not results oriented we i talked about this well before the tournament started last week and yes it panned out that way but it was always going to pan out somewhat of that way, maybe not 160 DK points. And I feel like that about Rom here this week, look at the top and the way it's staggered. He's two or three up on some of the better players and the guys that are up there that you can say are the better players. Are they really going to continue with it and keep it rolling? That's what you have to think about when you're looking at it. What are your thoughts on that? And then we can move on. I mean, the names of the better players are can'tley Rom,
0: or can't lay Bryson's on JT DJ. Of course they can keep doing it. Um, you know, I, and so, that's why I'm I of you. I like ROM. I like ROM like a lot. If, if no ownership was involved in a tournament like this, with only 30 guys, if no ownership was involved, um, uh, ROM's my favorite
1: player. So, and one last point, not to cut you off, but just to say something with that. What you just said is correct because you're kind of making a selling point on why not to do it. But I'll flip it back just devil's advocate one more time. I would rather be way in on ROM at 40 to 50 percent owned at the top than I would be in on EVR or Sergio at 50% at the bottom. Not saying they'll get to that same number. I'm just that's the obvious. We know that every week. So you certainly can't play both very often. And secondly, that's why I'm okay doing the stand up top. Even though it is the best players up there, you can still get shares of the guys around him. He's just the one I feel the safest and best with to then be different with guys down below. Because you can always see a guy like Norrin or EVR last week come in at low ownership. And, and here there'll be guys that are lower ownership than some of the guys around them. So there's two ways to go about this. You're gonna play Rom Chalk and you're gonna be heavy on them, or
0: you play the game theory play and you go Bryson to the Cantley. Uh, those are the two plays. Um, I don't know who's gonna be right. I, I think I'm more leaning towards the way you're gonna do it. Um, but those would be the two ways uh, to go about it. And no one's gonna play Cantley, right? I mean, well, do you speech,
1: think? Go ahead. I was, was gonna say, do you think people are gonna play Cantley Rom together and how many lineups like that?
0: I mean, that's gonna be really tough to do. I mean, let's try and make one right now. If I have my phone on me. Um, if you want to put Rom and Bryce or Rom and Cantley together uh, in a lineup, uh, I mean, it's going to be extremely tough to do, but I mean, not only that, if Cantley's like 15% in a field like this, 20%, you know, you only need 40, 50, and then you can spread out a little bit more and just get a little bit more that way. So you can play a little bit conservative way uh, yeah. as well. So you're going to get you know, into a lot of the same way. setup though too. Yeah. When
1: you go with that lineup, it's going to be the guys at the very bottom, the Sergio, the EVRs. That's why I said that earlier. It's going to be tougher to get to something like that.
0: All right, so Cantley Rom, we have 5900 left. So you're going to like Cantley Rom, Sergio Burger horschel Cockcrack or horschel M. It's not the worst. Yeah. Burger, Cantley, Garcia, horschel M, Rom. You could do it. You could do it. You could definitely do it. I don't, but that leaves you with zero. Oh, that's a bad. But do sign you think?
1: Do you think that's good though? Do you, Do you think that more people will do it because you just did it? No problem. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but it's definitely doable.
0: It's definitely okay. doable. So, so we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I'm going to play wrong. I think. I I don't think I'm going to go to game three way. Uh, I'm just giving you the options out there in the universe, and, and those are the two plays when you come up top. Now, other than that, I do like Dustin Johnson showed a little bit of form coming in last week you know nice finish on sunday it's dj i mean 104 seems cheap in this field with 30 golfers he's what the sixth most expensive golfer in the field not many times this season dj has been the sixth most expensive guy in the field maybe a little bit more recently but he's playing a little bit better i think you you could start a lot of lineups with him and still be okay and just get a you know nice um balanced lineup to go do your thing and, who knows with the free square at 80, what, 80, 900. I mean, it's definitely doable, but let's go into this nine cane range and below uh here for this week. Uh, go ahead. Uh, should we just do the seven and eight K uh, I'm sorry, the eight, and nine K combined.
1: Yeah, I think yep. so.
0: Yep. So let's go ahead and do that. So we got, we got Hovland all the way up to a, a answer. Uh, where are you going this week?
1: Yeah. These are a couple of the spots I was talking about. So I'll, I'll click on it first. You know, I mentioned, you know, the, To me, Morakow is just a cheaper JT here, like 8300 for him. I know, and he burned everyone last week. And and like I said, he's had a bad playoffs. He's talked about the injury. Maybe people think that's what it was last week. This would be a spot I'd be more inclined to go back on him because while he won't likely be low-owned by the time we get to the end of the week, I still think he'll have lower ownership, especially when we've got Xander and Rory in this range who are obviously known for just crushing it here and taking it down. So uh, for me there, I do like Rory. I'm still on him. Uh, We'll have a few bets later on for those sticking around for that. I do think that's an interesting one without the strokes, at least. Rory's been playing some much better golf. I think he did lay up on those par fives fives last week, and he still was right in the mix of everything. Could have had himself an even better week. I know on Sunday, it looked like he was laying up on them, and he still had, I believe, three out of four on the par fives for birdies. So that's something there. But for me, so Rory, I like Uh, Harris English has just been playing some great golf. You mentioned the Ryder Cup narrative. Man, he's had himself a good season. So, uh, you know, another good week last week. Not the greatest, but a good week overall. Still a solid week. So, uh, you know, Rory, English, Morikawa, and then Hovland is right there too. I think he's fine as well. Uh, another guy that's really solid. Last three months, tee to green approach, solid. It just really comes down to around the green green and putter with him. But that's where I'll take my chances. So those four, Rory, English, Morikawa, Hovland, are guys I'm most interested interested in as of now. Yeah. I like you, Rory. He's a guy I'm going to play in a 9K range. And, you know, Xander's going to be the highest owned probably in the whole tournament, in the whole slate. Would you think? I think he's definitely going to be uh, extremely high owned up there with some of the other guys we talked about. But uh, at 8,900, that makes all the difference in the world. So that's where, like I said, I get it. But that's where I'd be more willing to make some moves or build my lineups differently with him at least. Yeah,
0: I mean, in this situation, you know, at 8,900, when you compare it to Ron, you know, Ron needs to finish top five to really pay off his thing. 8,900 in top 10, top 10 in this thing is might be a lot for 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 Xander. Uh, you know, because they still get those finishing points. What is he? Is he eight strokes back? He's starting from, but I think he was six strokes back last year and ended up being tied for the lead after round one. I think in his last three appearances here, uh he's averaging a 67, 67.5. Uh, scoring average, uh, which is really strong. But this course is not the easiest course in the world. I mean, you're going to see low teens probably, um, you know, d- depending on the weather and stuff like that as the winning score. So, I, I, you know, I I I, I think I'm going to play him. I think the difference between him and Rob is going to be that salary uh, and, and where they have to finish. And they both have that high upside, so why not go with the cheap guy? Uh, English. I do love English. This is his type of course. He's going to do his thing uh, on here. You know, really good putter. His chipping is going to be pretty important here. These greens are sort of tiny. You miss a lot of these greens uh, pretty often. So uh, around the green game, is going to have to be strong. You know, his game has improved tremendously, getting a lot of points. Really good on longer par threes. Harris English, you know, those three par threes, over 200 yards. So I like English. I like Sam Burns. Uh, you know, I think those are the guys that I will probably be focusing on. Uh, in this range, because you're going to pepper out a lot of these guys, um, even if you start up with 13K, because how low um, the price it goes, it goes all the way down to 5,000 this week. Um, but Burns, just so many birdies fighting for that last Ryder Cup spot. Um, I thought I heard someone say that, you know, he's already gearing up and ready to play. Uh, like he think he's going to make the team like 100 um, percent, or at least in his mind, that's what he's thinking to try and motivate himself. Uh, so I like that. I mean, I want to see him do it. I mean, he's been making so many birdies out there uh, and, he, and Stricker might have to give him a shot. If he does it again this week, it might not even be a choice. You just got to put him on a team. Uh, all right, let's move down to the seven K range. Go ahead, Tamo.
1: Yeah. Before I get into just saved a couple things here, Kenny, just to go into, cause we've talked about enough strategy. You may as well integrate. It. It's a shorter field this week. I know we had the food challenge, but it's still good to go through this stuff. But a couple things like the winning lineup from last year had jt and rory so it basically started with jt at 11.9 k rory was 9.7 Shaffle 8900 and which is funny because it's the exact same price this year scheffler was 7900 and then you had muñoz 5900 and mckenzie hughes 5200 so i know last year was a bit different we talked about this at the top where you had dj at 15 and if you just went off that you could get the points from a guy like Xander who did his job there, but uh, a lot of ownership in this lineup, you know, three guys, 27, 28, and 33, one guy at 22. And then a couple guys at you know, around 15%. So it's just to give you an idea there. And then, yeah, to your point, Xander was two, three under to start last year and got to 18 under finishing score. You know, that's where, why he won the tournament and OWGR will reflect that, but just to give an idea. So that's just a couple little tidbits out there to throw at you. I think, uh, you know, going into this next range, you got Brooks is pretty cheap there, but uh, I like Sung Jm. I like sticking with our guy. We we was You were there, you were talking about it for last week. I like that spot. He just continues to play good golf. Scotty Scheffler plays good golf, puts up a lot of points. He's coming now from 6,800. I talked about him being in the winning lineup last year at 7,900. Now he's $1,100 cheaper, and we can get to ROM for even cheaper than some of the other guys were last year, like DJ up top. So that makes sense. So Louis, Sung Scheffler, Uh, You know, I'm combining the 6K here, and then we'll just save the 5K because there's bigger discussion to be had with all the chalk that should be down there based on wanting to build these stars and scrubs lineups. Uh, Corey Connors and Decky. Like, I'd rather try and stay in this range some, if I can, than play these heavier own 5K guys, as it looks right now, at least, Kenny, because we just talked earlier how easy it is. People look back and see last year's winning lineups had multiple 5K guys in it. But if you look at the guys in the 6K, Connors, Decky, Sheffler, even Kokrath—they're—they're they're all good, but I like Usti, I like Sungjae, I like Sheffler, and then a little bit further down, I like Decky and Connors. Those are the ones that stand out. Yeah, I'm
0: going with Sungjae as well. I have him to win. I got the first click I made today, 35 to one, uh, the win without uh, the uh, the win the actual tournament, not the FedEx Cup. I got him a 35 to one for that. So I went in and took that bet. I mean, he's trending upwards. He had a hell of a week last week. Uh, His iron game, his T to green game, looks like it's coming together. Uh, Been strong with that for almost a month now, I would say. And so um, I like Sungjae a lot. Uh, Scotty in this type of situation, I'll play him at that cheap. I like your thought process on staying in this 6K range. If you want to be different and still, you know, try and get at least one or two guys up top maybe not two in like the 13k range uh but uh it could be close because i was able to make this lineup i mean it doesn't look that bad but there are a lot of 5k guys in there uh so those two are my main plays uh in that 6k range i'm I'm in the six and seven k range i might sprinkle uh, a little bit but those two are the guys that i like the most so let's go ahead and talk about the 5k range what do you think what's your process on this
1: yeah well that's what i think so i I put it down but just looking at it so burger should be extremely popular. That's really cheap for Berger, the season he's had. The one thing I'll say about Berger, though, is this. And we kind of had this flip-flop happen a couple weeks ago. So remember the week that I was, you know, I got I got you on the pod onto Adam Scott. You ended up being on him, too. But when he was 9,200 in a weak field, we had that conversation, was that he only ever plays strong fields. And so that made some sense. And then the week after, everyone followed him and chased it at 8,400 in a much stronger field, which didn't make a lot of sense because that's where he always plays and comes 30th. And what happened again? It was just a bad week for him. He didn't even make the cut, and therefore you see that. So that, And he's out of here now, so that's the idea. But I'm saying, and even last week too, but that's kind of what I see with Berger now. Berger is always the other guy I've talked about in this exact same scenario, and we saw it last week. People were on him. His price was a little bit higher. Everything was there. It didn't come through. And now this week, I know the only difference about this week is his price is 5,800. So now we've come to a crossroad of, yes, it's burger in a strong field, but there's only 29 to 30 guys, and his price is extremely cheap. So I can't go off him completely myself is what I'm trying to say. Long-winded way of saying why and why not. But I do think that people will play him, and then I think a lot of people will play Sergio and EVR because Sergio and EVR both had to make these specialty moves kind of thing to get in to this tour championship. So uh, can that continue? Sergio was, what, bogey-free through, like, 40 holes? And it still finished strong and made his way in EVR when he needed it on 18 plants it to two feet tap in having himself a great summer. Ben Coley tweeted it out and then the broadcast stole it from him. Much like when Wiley says things and the broadcast takes it from him. Uh, he said, you know, he's a dad. He gets his first PGA tour win and now he's in the tour championship. This is EVR. We're talking about pretty, pretty incredible feet, pretty incredible summer. And now it comes down to this. So. At 5k even, I think people will hop on back back to him. But I think Sergio and Berger will be the most popular. So if you're rounding out your lineups with them, could it be could it work? Absolutely. Think about the game they're playing right now, what they allow you to do, the price and the talent. But will you be unique? Probably not so much. So that's why I said, Kenny, earlier, if you're going heavy ROM, I'd try and leave them out of it. If you're going with those guys, I try and leave ROM out of it. It's pretty simple stuff, but not everyone can execute. And people always say, Oh, I had the exact pool. But it didn't work out for me. I don't know how I didn't win. It's because you didn't put it together properly, or even attempt to put it together properly. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm bringing this up right here.
0: All right. Before I go into my spiel about the five kids, just want to show everyone one fry left. One fry. The final fry. I'll eat that in a second.
1: He saved it. McFlurry finished.
0: McFlurry finished. So so I ate everything. It just took 30 minutes instead of three, which. I'm stupid is basically what it comes down to. But hey, I ate it all. I'm so full right now that I can't even really think or speak straight. Uh, so yeah, that's how I'm feeling right now. But last fry? Last fry. All right. Five K rates. Burger and Garcia. They're gonna be popular. You're you're no doubt. If you want, I don't know, Horschel sort of sticks out to me. A guy who has nothing to lose, who can go out there and just pin seek. Uh, That's all he needs to do. Get that putter hot. He's played well at at this course before. Um, uh, He's the guy that maybe would be different. I still think he's going to get like 15, 18 percent ownership. But I mean, Sergio Berg could reach 30 or more. I mean, it depends how everything plays out. But it's possible And so you're getting him at half the ownership with maybe uh, just as much upside as maybe 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 uh well you know he has played here before his his form isn't that great but he made it here and he has nothing to lose um so that's the guy that i'll be different with but i'm still gonna play burger i'm still gonna play sergio what about neiman i mean he uh, what do you think Yeah.
1: no i personally i love that pivot i know where you're going with it sorry I, i do think that's a great call like i think that's a guy down there the other thing you mentioned and this is sort of an interesting tidbit we'll obviously have to wait this is monday night We always come out at this time. You'll hear it first thing in the morning or overnight or on YouTube if you check it out. In about an hour from when we record, it always comes out. But one of the things, Kenny, about Billy Horschel, first off, and you know who's, uh, it's pretty obvious, who you should know who his playing partner is to go out on Thursday morning, it's Patrick Reed. So if there's no Patrick Reed, people might not know this that are out there, they hopefully do, but there is no replacement. 31 doesn't hop into this field. There is no Rob Bolton tweet going out saying, Patrick Reed out, this person in, it's over. And that means Billy Horschel off on his own first thing in the morning. Maybe who knows what's down on the ground. Maybe a little dew out there, a little honeydew, goes out and just puts himself up a little score and starts it off strong, feeling good. That's where Billy Horschel usually thrives. And don't forget, we're talking about a FedEx Cup champion of past. So I don't know, Kenny. I think that one's another this is where I'm saying. If I'm going Rom, there's plenty of ways to get different. Just don't go Rom, Burger, and Sergio. And don't be mad if that hits. And you didn't get there. You know, we just talked earlier on the show. There's always the Fortinet challenge. There's always a lot of more events in the future that you can hop into and play. I just don't want to build the lineups to put myself in that position where then you can definitely still get different in the middle. Maybe you play a Burns or a Kevin Nah or something that nobody will play to use in that lineup and still be unique, but it's just not ideal when you're only really going to be a two V two or a three V three away from other guys. That's just how I feel about it. Kenny, any other thoughts, on this 5K range or just this field strategy, anything else in general? You sold me on a
0: Billy Orso round one leader, 65 to one on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, go. I just put the bet in just right now. I mean, what if Reed doesn't play? You're right. I mean, Billy yeah, pays with a little bit of pace. Uh, He ain't slow. Go out there on his own, on his own with his own pace, not having to worry about it. I like it. I like it. First round leader, 65 to one. Let's go ahead and put that one in. I'm good. Let's talk about bets. Wait. Uh,
1: Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Last time I cut you off today. Before we get into the bets, we do want to remind everyone of the very special promotion from DraftKings Sportsbook. Football's right around the corner. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers two hundred dollars in free bets instantly when you bet one or more dollar on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. And for week one, DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at $1 million up top. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a million dollar top prize. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code FGD to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game and get a shot at a million-dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code FGD for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, NJIN or PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or an in Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT.
0: All right. So let's get to the bets this week. Tambo, what you got?
1: I got a couple, man. I, I didn't like it other than the stroke play only. So I went with that, but I went DJ 20 to one. I went Rory 25 to one. This is just completely chasing, but hopefully something comes up with it. And then Sergio 40 to one. So that that's sort of the three I went after there. Don't really want to mess with it too much. I know the odds weren't quite what some expected, but those numbers just seemed solid enough to at least get some action this week. What do you got?
0: Yeah. I only have three bets so far. Uh, I think I might add a couple more, put it on my final card on Wednesday. Um, But the only bets right now is Sunday 35 to one without uh, I have Burns thirty-five to one without, and I have Burns forty to one with. Uh, so those are the three that I have. You know, Burns has just been making so many birdies, and Sungjae is playing so well. Uh, this, I mean, I could see him. You know, I could see them both catching up if they really wanted to. I think Sungjae's seven back, um, if I'm not mistaken. I know Burns is only six back, and we saw last year um, somebody do that. Uh, and Burns is, you know, he makes so many birdies um, that I think it's definitely possible for him to go ahead and get that done. So yeah, where is Burns? Burns is four He's six back. Sunjay is seven back. So I was correct, and so um, I, I could see that happening this week. And I like Burns, and I like uh, I like him a lot. So uh, that's where I'm going with no one and done. Uh, anything else we could talk about? How that was the worst food challenge in the history of food challenges. Because I, I I literally thought I, I could do it. I, I really did. I really thought I could do it. And there was no way in hell I was going to do that. Even in 10 minutes. It would have took me 20 minutes. I guess in 10 minutes maybe it would have worked.
1: But probably not. Yeah. I w- I'm happy to get the Kendo Bucks. I've been having a lot of people I talked about earlier just sort of lean into me with these bets that I just know are not even close on paper. So even money bets that should have odds in their favor. So I, I'm, I'm happy with those Kendo bucks. I'll, I'll say that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you deserve that. I definitely was a fucking idiot on that one. Anyways, you can find me on Twitter, at KendoVT. You can find my write-up on gupscorner.com. Uh, the article should be out tomorrow, I think. Um, you know, we'll go over strategy. Uh, use promo code DGEN25. Save yourself $25. It includes a risk-free seven-day trial. The test is side out, and it includes all sports. So football season coming up, college football, all the good stuff. Go check it out, GovSCorner.com.
1: And you can find me on Twitter, at Tag and Tambo. That's how this all started. I you know, saw Kenny say that. I said, had hey, three minutes. That sounds like a perfect opportunity for the show this week on a, a shortened event to end the season. But it's been one hell of a season. We appreciate all you guys sticking with us. Uh, you know, like we said, a lot more shows coming up. We're going to be on full-time. Everything that comes out, we'll be there with you. Like, subscribe, hit up the channel, follow, get on the podcast. Uh, head on over to Run Pure Sports. I mentioned earlier, there's a special promo code, DGEN50. Get on there for myself. Big T, Hoop, AP, Draft Cheat, you name it. Everybody running things over there. You guys can check it all out. One price, every sport, rps.com, runpiersports.com. Check it out, DGEN50. All right.
0: Uh, I'm really far. My vomit. So let's make this quick. Let's win some motherfucking money. DJ Nation. My stomach hurts.